Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This for my grown and sexy, the two steppers in the party. Jim, yeah. Hey, hey, this time let's hit good ish. This time let's talk about rip ish. This time let's talk about knowledge. Next time we'll talk about power. Hey, this time let's hit good ish. Next time we'll talk about rip ish. This time let's talk about knowledge. Next time we'll talk about power. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Views from the Group Chat, your weekly dose of savagery, or bi-weekly dose of savagery, my bad. Uh, <laughs> this is Jabir, your host, along with Steven and Chris. How are my brothers doing on this Memorial Weekend? Memorial Day weekend, excuse me. Doing great, doing great. Uh, no, nah, we need more savage than that. Come on. Bring <laughs> oh, the energy okay. up. All right. <laughs> Come okay. on, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, How you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. But uh, on some real stuff, I just want to say a special thank you to you and everybody in our group chat that has reached out to me since Friday on the passing of my grandmother. Uh, you guys been there for me, and I really appreciate it because I think all y'all know how I feel about my grandmother. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who's reached out to me, but especially emphasis on Stephen Jabir and Mike, because uh, you guys have really been there for me. I appreciate it. No problem, bro. Just happy we could be there. I know it's hard to lose somebody. I think we've all had some loss within the last year, so just wanted to return the favor. Thank you. Of course. I mean, we wouldn't be friends if we didn't. Like that's. Absolutely. <laughs> well, anyway. I would say we're we're beyond friends. This is. It's a family thing. Like, why yeah. would we not? So, of course. If we were on a podcast, I'd start singing. You know, <laughs> I ain't going to do that. <laughs> y'all got to pay money for the vocals. <laughs> so, how y'all doing this weekend? Y'all glad you got three days off? Yeah, I, I took a fourth. I took off Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know we. I didn't even know Memorial Day was coming up until like Wednesday. Man, I had a meeting with my uh, my boss on Thursday. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need tomorrow off." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, uh, "Okay." He's like, "Kind of last minute." I was like, "Yeah, I just learned about the holiday like a couple minutes ago." So <laughs> I think I, I'm like, "Listen, I think you understand everybody's tired right now." Like, I mean, if you if you're working then you're probably working more than ever just because of how companies are trying to deal with the crisis and, and the chaos. So we've had so many hours. I didn't even know a holiday was coming up. And I think he understood, like, okay, if he's asking for a day after everything we've just gone through the last two, three months, then I'm just going to give him his day. Yeah. I don't, I don't have, the, I don't have no days off. I'm working. No days. You working off. today? Yeah. Going tonight and tomorrow night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure your bank account's gonna appreciate that. When you go to the bank teller, she's gonna see that. <laughs> now, but <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, but back to that bank teller story. Uh, I haven't even gone to the inside the bank, man. You gotta make appointments to go into the bank. I'm like, forget that. So I just go to the ATM. Now I'm starting to love going to the ATM. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's so convenient and so quick. Like I'm starting to love it. 
fam, it took a crisis for you to realize that, <laughs> an AT- that an ATM is more convenient? Like, I'm starting to love it, but I mean, I don't miss going inside the bank teller. Like, I don't know. That ATM machine, you just go there, put your code in, boop, 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 get my money, I'm out. Transfer my money to wherever it got to go, I'm done. I'm, I'm loving that. Let me ask you a question. You know they got online banking, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he ain't made it there yet, Stephen. No, okay. He I'm ain't not, made I'm it not, there. I'm not there to online banking yet. Like, I'm, nah, I'm not on online banking yet. I do. Now, I just uh, conveniently just slid over to the ATM machine, so I'm going to stay there for a little bit. Give me about to the end of the month, I'll be on online banking, but I'm loving this ATM banking. only thing I don't so, like is... If I ain't got gloves, I'm not touching those buttons. I need, I need them gloves right now. So how, how are you sending money? Like, are you still using Western Union or? No, I, I do Zelle. I got Zelle. Yeah, he got okay, Zelle. Okay, so, so you are money. doing online banking. <laughs> just, 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 <laughs> what, what are we talking about? No, online banking just with Zelle. But as far as, like, paying bills online, with my bank account, nah. I still, like, certain bills, I still send them out. So, okay, okay. Like with a check? So, <laughs> Nah, well, uh, no, I'm not gonna tell y'all because y'all gonna be like, you whack. Sometimes, like, I used I used to pay my my mortgage with a cashier's check. Oh, <laughs> Yo, that is so much work. How many days it take for that to clear? <laughs> uh, you gotta keep that register right. I gotta, huh? I, gotta yeah, I gotta save that that whole entire deposit number and everything until the until it gets cashed. But it used to take like seven days. Seven days. No, you can do that. You can go delinquent in that amount of time. Yes. <laughs> in seven days, my bank account has changed drastically. <laughs> I still see money in there after I send out a bill. I'm thinking it's extra. Ain't no way. Nah, that's too much time. Seven days? Seven days, man. I opened a whole other account to move money that needs to be taken out because I'm like, I don't want to see it. Like, once I pay that bill, it needs to be out of my primary account. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Because if I, I'm like I'm like Jabir, if I see it in there, I'm like, oh, I got money. Nah, I just, I, I've uh, made that mistake several times, and then had that overage, seen that uh that email like, hey, your account is under twenty five. Like how? <laughs> like I just I just had like six hundred dollars in there. Right. Like I mean, for you as well, like I was just a millionaire. Like what am I talking about? <laughs> oh, you understand? please stop spreading lies. Jabir probably got his own bank. It's called BBJ. He only, he only finances only for poor, only for the poor people because he, he likes to help out. So whenever what? I need a loan, I go right to him. Hold on. If I was financing, if I had a bank, do you think financing poor people would make sense? Yes. Yes, because you got to look good out here in these streets. You got to look good out here in these streets. So when they write, write about you in all these big time magazines on what you do, make yourself look good. Absolutely not. <laughs> that, that is not smart. That, I would never do that. That would be almost the dumbest thing you could possibly do. But I know you are rich, Jabir, so let's just stop it. Facts. Facts. <laughs> no way around it, Jabir. You're rich. Your middle name is Wealthy, all right? So let's wow. <laughs> Okay. Y'all are, y'all are funny. Uh-huh. Well, y'all was just talking about work. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't notice it was Memorial Day until maybe like Wednesday, or we were approaching it, but I didn't take off uh, Friday. But I should have because my hip, like (laughs) sitting in that chair for eight, nine hours, like it's killing my hip as we speak. (laughs) Breaking you down. (laughs) Like this working from home Monday through Friday is literally destroying my hip. Like today I stretch with my uh, resistance bands just to just to get some mobility in it. Like it's 
this shit is killing me. I'm sorry to curse, but it it really is. That's, that's all the pain. <laughs> that's, that was the pain. <laughs> that's the pain. Like the cry I, for I, help. <laughs> like it is. It is hurting. Um. So how how are y'all? Well, space. You you don't have to work from home all the time, but you you have that option. But I know Steven, you're working from home consistently. Like, how is it working for you? Oh, my hip my hip is torn up. Like my hip is. My hip isn't bad, but I got a tight hamstring that might as well. It, it got my hip. It got my calf. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to pop my Achilles at any point. Like, it's so tight. I, I can't even. <laughs> you talk You talk about that band. I can't even straighten my leg out and do the band right now at this point. Like, I, I miss the gym so much, um, but I'm not going to put my life on the line for a couple minutes. No, nah, I can't do it. Yeah. For yeah, me. I, I feel you. It's the Zoom calls. Like, I didn't realize. Well, not even Zoom. It's just any any virtual meeting. I did not realize how tired virtual meetings make me. If I have a virtual meeting like at three, I'm done for the day. I'm taking it. I need a nap. My <laughs> eyes are tired. Like my brain is tired. I, I just did not realize how like being only staring at the shoulders and the head of a person, how difficult that was for me. <laughs> and apparently it's a big thing. Like I read an article about it talking about like Zoom calls um, because you can't see the nonverbals of people when they talk that it kind of, if you're somebody who gets a lot of information processes through nonverbal communication, then virtual calls like just tire you out. And I was like, yeah, I, I feel it. I'd be, I'd be ready for that nap. Man, those be the best ones though. If there's a bunch of people on there, I usually like skim through and see what people look like. If you've been on calls with older people, their camera angles be all off. There was one call I had where a dude had like his phone in his lap and it, the camera is just up his nose. Like you can't really see his face, but it's, you just see nostrils and hair. Wow. And it's, it's and then you could text people on the side and like, yo, you looking at so and so like <laughs> the camera is attacking them. <laughs> there, there was one call where the camera just kept like moving like he couldn't get hold of it. And someone typed in the comments like, fight back, brother. <laughs> fight the camera back. And then they like, oh, the camera's winning. The camera's winning. <laughs> yeah, for, for 20 minutes, they just clowning this dude. And because he's older, he's not seeing the chat. But <laughs> but he's being attacked by the camera. Wow. And it for, for at least 20 minutes, that kept me awake. If that didn't happen, I definitely would have fell asleep. So I, I do understand what you're talking about, but maybe try that. Like, just look at some other people and laugh. Apparently, I work with a younger crowd than you do. Uh, that <laughs> they know. I, you got to remember, I work in IT. Everybody I work with knows how to use a computer and a camera. That's true. That's true. You, you change your background. I don't, but they do. They be having all types of wild backgrounds. I don't. I don't have time for the games. Yeah. So my. So I was using Microsoft Teams, and you could do the same thing: change your background. Yeah. And a manager who's now living out in Florida. So th this is the best thing that's ever happened to him because he has another house in Florida. His children are off doing whatever. And uh, his wife stays in Florida like while he's at work during the winter up here in, in uh, Massachusetts. So when it starts getting cold, he usually heads down there every weekend. But now that it's hot and or it's getting warmer and you know we're quarantined he's just like screw it like i'm gonna just stay in florida the whole time so he had like the miami strip background 
behind him and we're supposed to be talking about business. It's like, how could you be, how could you take this serious if as soon as you jump on the call, like it just reminds us that you just, you live in life way better than the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah. I guess that's how it is at Space Job too. Sounds like some people live in life better than him out there. Listen, listen, (laughs) y'all know how I feel about my job. I love my job. Um, it's just one thing I don't like to tolerate, and that's disrespect. I pay too much money for you. I pay too much in union dues to be disrespected by some of these people at my job. Like, <laughs> I, I never told y'all this story, but I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell the story that I'm pretty sure Jabir and everybody remembers. But I'm gonna clean it up because I'm not sure if who listens to this podcast. So tell you, tell your <laughs> truth. Tell your truth. <laughs> so one night I was at work and. For those, for those who don't know, me, I'm in the mechanical field of trains. And um, I have an office, and I was working by myself, and I was doing two jobs at one time. Something happened in a particular place where uh, an e- engine got shopped, meaning that they couldn't run it in service. It basically had to be basically set to the side and wait to be picked up to be brought back for repairs. So... I called a particular person and I said to him, listen, this motor is shopped um, and it can't run in service. I'm just letting you know so that you can leave a note for your first shift guy because I'm on third shift. So whatever that doesn't get finished on third shift, it gets handed over to first shift. And his reply was, um, I think his reply was, now you're telling me or whatever or whatever it was. I got the tape. If I could post this tape in this podcast so everybody can hear it, I would, but I can't do that. So He uh, said, because I remember. <laughs> yeah, what did he say? What did he say? He said, so you telling me now? Yes, that's what he said. So, <laughs> so instantly, I was like, what'd you say? And like I said it so fast, I think it caught him off guard. So I, so I said, what'd you say? And he said it again. So I'm like, all right, man. I'm like, I just explained to him why I called him and told him and that he was not happy. So he hung up, hung up, boom. You know, I sat there for about five minutes and I felt like, you know, when you all worked up, you start like you can feel your hands like bubbling. I don't know why I felt like my hands were bubbling. So I called them back <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Yo, do we have a problem? And he was like, yeah, we got a problem. This is my my downtime or my quiet time. Oh, I'm interrupting his quiet time. And I think that's when I exploded on him. Like, there is no such thing as quiet time on the overnight shift, my man. Like, and I said, do you have a problem with me? Because if you have a problem with me, there's two ways we can do this. I can come see you or we can talk about this like men on the phone. So he was just steady talking, talking, talking. Long story short, <laughs> how do I say this without getting in trouble? Um, I saw him you pretty much. You pulled I, up on homie. <laughs> what, 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 what are we hiding? You pulled up on him. I saw him. I saw him. And I told him, (laughs) I saw him, I said, like, do we have a problem? Because you're not about to disrespect me because I don't do nothing to you. Like, I got a job that requires me to call different people at at all different times at night. Like, for instance, if something happens where, let's just say a train, you know, someone decides like they want to kill themselves and they jump in front of a train. I get to call at four o'clock in the two o'clock in the morning. I have to call all these big bosses at home. As soon as it happens. And some of these bosses are, they're dead, knocked out, sleeping. And 
these bosses don't even give me no attitudes when I call them and I tell them certain stuff. But this particular person, you know, he, he don't like me. I still don't like him. If I see him again, you know, I'm still not going to show him no respect. Even now, when I talk to him on the phone, he still gets no respect from me. Even to the point where, you know, he even asks me, Chris, are we cool? No, we're not cool. We, we, we will never be cool. I don't think you understand that. So my issue is, is that my job, I love my job. But I just don't like the disrespect. And that's why sometimes if I can work from home, I really would work from home because I don't want to be bothered with the disrespect. Because when I work from home, you got to call my personal cell phone if you got any problems. So if you it's call also my- further, It's also further away. So it's too much of a drive for you to pull up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if, if you call my phone and you call my phone with an attitude, you know, that's open door season for me to go off on you. And the only reason why I didn't go off on him like I really wanted to is because I know that that my phone line is recorded. So if any issues happen, you know, they, they, they're going to pull those tapes. And luckily I didn't because I didn't go off on him because I had my supervisor pull those tapes. And like, send me those tapes because I'm not about to sit here and get dis- disrespected by this guy who I have more time than on the railroad for one. And two is I'm a, I'm a bigger boss than him. I'm his boss. So you're not going to disrespect me. And that's why I think when I pulled up on him, I think I scared him because he didn't think that his boss was going to pull up on him. And, and that's what happened. <laughs> I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. <laughs> you know, but, you know, it, it was it was it was a learning lesson because after that happened, I, t- I spoke to uh, Jabir. I spoke to his wife. I spoke to my wife. And, you know, they all I think my wife and Jabir's wife both said, like, I went overboard. I should have never did it. I think Jabir was the only one that rocked out with me. It was like, yeah, 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 you should have did it. But, I mean, now, if I could have changed it, I would have never went. I would have just dealt with him on the phone. And then I would have wrote up a statement, got him in trouble, all that stuff. Because, you know, he didn't, get in tr- he didn't get in trouble for it. You know, he just got a little... He's scared. That's all. But. Nah, nah. I'm with Jabir. Like sometimes you got to pull up on somebody. <laughs> like, don't you, Steven? Yeah, nah. There ain't nothing wrong with a little pull up. Like you didn't, you didn't put your hands on them. Yeah. And I, sometimes you don't even gotta say nothing. Just walk around. Like, just let people know you're here. Yeah, because Steven, another another thing is that they don't know is, um, on my particular, on my at my particular job, on my post where I work at, I never have, I've never seen these people before. We don't never see each other face to face. Yeah. So they, they only go by the sound of your voice. So how do I say this, man? So when I'm at work, I answer the phone. I answer the phone very... And your, and, and your work voice, your white yes. voice. Yes. You know... I mean, what are you going to say? Like, in, in your yeah. white voice. So when he saw me, he was like, okay, who's this... I'm pretty sure he was probably like, who's this black guy? I'm pretty sure he was thinking that. Who's this black guy? And then when I walked up on him, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I'm Chris... And I'm from such and such, such and such. Blew his mind because he didn't think I he didn't think it was gonna happen. But it happened, and I I, ho- I hope he learned from it because you know because I always tell other people like you spaz on somebody at work, you never know what that person is going through at home or personal any personal thing. So if you spaz on this person, you never know if this person gonna have the heart to roll up on you and say something to you. So. I wasn't even having a bad day. I was having a great day. I was just, I just don't like disrespect because I, I yeah. always go by this model. Like if my wife and my kids, little brother, little big brother and little big sister don't disrespect me, I'm not going to let you disrespect me. And, and that's, and that's my model. And I stick to that. Yeah. I really don't go off on people at work just because I always live by the motto. Like you never know who might be your boss one day or who somebody might call him 
ask about ask about you. So you just want to keep you don't want to burn bridges at work. Yeah, that's a fact. I, I and I think that's that's where uh Jabir's wife and my wife were going at, meaning like, you know, you never know who this person might be. I already told him like he ain't never gonna be higher than me, cause like, <laughs> no, that ain't happening. He won't never be higher than me. Now that's so, we pull the tapes. That, that definitely <laughs> you know, so yo, for real, I I got the tapes literally saved on my desktop at, at work. It's saved on my desktop. Like so if he ever, ever decides he wants you know, even if somebody even if anybody gets disrespectful with me, sometimes I won't pull the tapes because I know, like, oh, he's probably having a rough day. You know, I'm gonna let him live. But like, if I don't, if I don't bang with the person, and I know the person is just a pure a hole, I'm gonna pull the tape and save it there. And if they want to call me a rat, they can call me a rat. But I don't care. I'm, oh, I'm secure in my bag. That's my new thing now. Next time my wife talk crazy to me, I'm like, hold up now. Now maybe pull the tapes. You <laughs> <laughs> like, definitely using. I'm gonna pull the tape on somebody. Like, like you better watch what you're saying. You know the tapes are listening. <laughs> so. Everyone gets caught going down the rabbit hole we call the internet. Whether it's five minutes, thirty minutes, or two hours, we all eventually get caught up. Here's how we lost time. We'll never get back from the internet rabbit hole. So, we're going to debut a new segment to this week. Something we're going to try here. Uh, we're, we're still flushing out names, but we're just going to call this the Internet Rabbit Hole. Uh, I know that when I'm on the computer, I just get caught up on Google or searching things, and I, I hit a link, and next thing I know, I've been reading an article or something weird for like two minutes, 15 minutes. Um, I'm sure y'all, everybody does the same thing. So, I came up with this article this week. I'm not even sure how I got to it. I think we were... Oh, we, we bought some new um, pots and pans, and this article somehow was in one of the suggested readings. So this article, which I found on thekitchen.com, it was a skill showdown on how to cook bacon. Mm, yes. Mm, fried bacon. The best mm. way to cook bacon. We'll, we'll post this article so everybody can kind of go through it and, and see, but it came up with, what, what was it, different, like, what, four Eight different ways to cook bacon, yeah. and uh, so we we posted this, or we're gonna share it, and we looked at it, and we we enjoyed looking at it. the pictures were delicious. Like, let me tell you, all the bacon looks like it's ready to be eaten, uh, except for one. Yeah. <laughs> Next. So which one? So how do y'all how do y'all prefer your bacon cook? Let's let's go there. How all do right. y'all prefer to cook your bacon? I just fry my bacon in a skillet. That's all. Like mm-hmm. no. Uh, I just fried it in the I just fried in the pan. That, that's it. You just I raw dog it. it in the pan. Yeah, nothing that's else, it. nothing in the pan. Just just heat pan bacon. Yep, and and the popping and the popping grease just popping my hand every every time. <laughs> what what about you, BBJ? Th- that's what I used to do, mm-hmm. and then my wife introduced me to the oven with the bacon, and I've never gone back. Yeah. So when y'all came over to my house when I lived in in Virginia. We, y'all, 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 show me the way of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> we were using aluminum foil, but we used the method on here that came out number one on the bacon showdown. And instead of using aluminum foil, we've started using parchment paper. We're done with aluminum foil. Like, we don't use aluminum <laughs> foil for anything now. Like, my wife is cooking everything with parchment paper, and it's coming out perfect. Like, Steven, she's cooking you explain to non-bacon me what- items. 
Steven, can you explain to me what parchment paper is? Because I'm not a cooker. So, so it's some type of wax paper that doesn't that it will burn, but at a super high temperature. So, like okay. I think I want to say like over 450 or over 500. Um, then then it, it's a little dangerous. But it's wax paper and it it's great. Like it's it, the cleanup is easy. It soaks up the grease so that your bacon doesn't sit in the grease, but it still comes out perfect. Nice. I'm telling y'all, like. It, it it was the number one thing that won on the Bacon Showdown, and it's like that. You got to give the parchment paper a try. I was we made bacon. Well, I made bacon today, and when I took out the foil, I was like, "Damn, I wonder if I got some parchment paper." But I didn't even know what to look for because I don't because <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> so I just like I got to use the foil. But uh, oh, that oven, got to thank Simone for that. Well, I think she got it from my mom, so I, I got to thank uh, her for that because. It's changed my life these past, uh, like, eight, nine years. She introduced it. The other thing I like about cooking with the bacon in the oven is it allows you time to do other things. Like, so, as I'm cooking the bacon, I can do the eggs, get the bixes going, and everything can come out at the same time. Yep. And, and let me take it back. As my wife is cooking, because I, <laughs> I haven't cooked in a while. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got I got just a question for y'all because I know my mom used to cook bacon. She used to just fry it in the pan because she taught me how to cook bacon. I think that's the only thing I know how to make. And I and I go off that like I can make bacon perfect, no burn marks, no nothing, just perfect in the in the skillet by itself. So now my question for y'all is, or if y'all used to do this back in the day, when y'all used to fry bacon, what did y'all do with the grease? That was left in the pan. Because I know my mom, and I'm pretty sure the listeners can probably relate to this, that maybe not all of them, some of them, that I'm pretty sure their mom had an old tin can that used to take the grease and pour it in that tin can and reuse that grease for for something Definitely. else. Absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> Our wasn't a tin can. Our was My mom had like a little mason jar. But let me go back and correct myself. It's silicone. It has it's silicone, not wax, because you know there's gonna be some hater. It ain't wax. It's this. It's that. So it's paper coated with silicone. Excuse me. Nah, but to to your your question, Chris, it absolutely stored. It, there's always something on the stove to store grease, whether it was chicken grease, uh, or not chicken grease, but you know oil used to fry chicken or from something else. Like there was always storage for that. Uh, and it, at some point it started to look nasty cause it started like dripping on the sides or something. But, uh, it's that it separation. Something. That forget it's a separation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we don't do it, but I'm going to tell you what, I, I was watching something on TV about the COVID and I might start saving my, my bacon grease again. Cause they were talking about how this lady, this doctor came on and she was saying that the seed oils, that's what's killing people. And I was like, oh, the seed oils, huh? And uh, she was like, the animal fat oils, those are the ones you need because they got they got the healthy fats that you need, your body needs. I was like, so you're telling me all these old people that were saving that bacon grease, they was right? <laughs> like, that's, what, that's what I felt when she said. Simone was just talking about <laughs> this to me uh, this morning as we were eating bacon. So I guess we good. Yeah. So are y'all saving? Are, are, are y'all saving at your house, babes? Nah, we don't, we don't save. We uh, whenever the bacon's done, uh, you know, I, I take the the pan or the skillet and just pour it down the drain. Make sure I run water to get all that. Oh, uh, you put it down the drain? Oh, yeah. your pipes are gonna be messed up. Nah, you gotta put it in the trash. 
N- nah. Can't put grease in them drink. I- I'm scared to put it in the in the in the trash bag. Cause I'm scared if I put it in there hot, it's gonna burn the bag up. Let it cool down. <laughs> nah. 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 Oh my goodness. So you'd but, rather mess up your expensive pipes than burn a plastic, uh, uh, a potentially burn a plastic bag? Yeah. I mean, I didn't know I was doing damage. To, <laughs> I didn't know I was doing damage to the pipes. I'm not gonna lie. Oh I just figured water go down there, water would, dr- would clean the pipe out. That's what I figured. All that bacon y'all make in that house, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely damaging the pipes. Well, 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 you got well. Me and me, 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 me and the wife do it differently. Like, I don't know what she does with the grease. I know what I do with my grease. Cause there's sometimes you, know, you make sl- bacon like every at this point since everyone's home, you making bacon what every other day? Uh, just about, yeah, just about. <laughs> just about. About. But see, I don't, I don't, I don't eat the, I don't eat bacon like that every every other day. I try not to because, like I said, and like we said on a previous podcast, <laughs> this COVID nineteen weight is real, and I'm trying to lose some of it. So I'm trying to, I can't do the bacon and the and the uh, what else she make pancakes. I can't do all that. No, no, I can't do all that. I'll pass on breakfast. I just eat lunch, and that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. so, wait, yeah, so yeah, what yeah. you eating for lunch then? Is there is there bacon in lunch? No, what I eat for lunch is sometimes I have a salad. Like last week, I had a salad, um, salads, baked chicken. Because everybody knows the space household got chicken in there. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> we know my house stay with chicken. Uh, yeah, like I, like I don't know. Like I'm just trying to, I don't know, man. Like I just try to cut back because this COVID weight is real. Because so you look at people's <laughs> pictures on Facebook, they look crazy. So let's talk about a couple of the other baking cooking methods <laughs> that other people were using. I, this one was always weird, and we all we all look at this like, who does this? This must be uh, a Caucasoid cooking method. Putting uh, <laughs> water in the skillet. I've never yeah, that, seen that. That's the one that don't look edible. Yeah. That that. that why would you put water in the skillet? Like it has its baking, own water. It just looks moist. That's all it looks like. It looks moist. That's all. Of course, the cast iron skillet. The nonstick skillet. I mean, that's just a skillet. I don't know why they we had to do two different skillet methods. I never um, tried the microwave. Did I, try, I tried doing the microwave. It's you the gotta la- have microwave bacon though. It's like the you, you gotta have that. Seen. Yeah, like you ever had those like uh, those bacon things? Uh, like the early breakfast, the easy breakfast make shit. Yeah, like you yeah. just put it in the microwave, like your egg sandwich or your bacon. Like that's to me. That would be the only way of doing it. So that means it was technically already made, and it was frozen. So then you just reheat it. But to actually take Brand slices of bacon, bacon and just yeah. put yeah that that's that's weird. I'm gonna be honest. Microwave bacon is like a microwave egg. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's it, either way. It's nasty. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's not it. Now I did think this was gonna turn out a little bit better than it did. The air fryer. I thought people be loving these air fryers. I'm not with it. I'm not on the air fryer air fryer brand wagon. But I thought it was going to turn out a little bit better. It, it, it didn't. It didn't look that good to me. My mommy loves the air fryer, um, but I don't think she's made bacon in it though. I gotta ask her. Yeah, it didn't. I don't know what type of air fryer this person had either, because it looked like a the in the video in the picture, it looks like a waffle maker. Like I don't, I'm like I don't know what type of air fryer that was. So, 
question. How do you pronounce the last thing in the picture? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to try to play myself and try to pronounce it because I don't want people thinking I can't read. But I don't know how to say that. I think it's Sue's <laughs> but I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say that I said it right at all. <laughs> we need Mike, because Mike probably know exactly what that is. <laughs> but that that was the, like, you know, you got to make it for, like, 12 hours or something like that. 8 to 24 I tell you hours. what, though. Don't, don't sleep on that method, though. I had a steak that was cooked that way. Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal. I've, I've never seen that word before. Or that phrasing, nothing. So it that's why one, I can't pronounce it, and two, I just like I'll probably never see it because I don't even know what that is. It does work, but it it's a lot of work, yeah. So <laughs> I know we butchered that word. Somebody's gonna be like, they they ignorant. So Yeah, this is twelve hours sous vide and another two and a half minute searing time. Like, that sounds way too long for bacon. So I got to start preparing. If I wanted breakfast, I got to start preparing at, <coughs> at 8 p.m. <laughs> so that way I can have bacon at 8 a.m. And then I'm still not done because you need another two and a half minutes for searing time. <laughs> like, for searing time. <laughs> like, what? So you got to dream about your bacon. Like, oh, I can't wait till 8 a.m. <laughs> Well, it's really 10 a.m. Actually, it's really 10 a.m. Yeah, like wh- the extra two hours. No, it's just two minutes. Oh, okay. I thought you said two, two hours. And a- nah, about two and a half minutes oh. searing time. <laughs> I-, I want a little feedback from the audience when y'all when y'all see this. Go to the Facebook page. We'll we'll tweet out the article as well. I uh, will we'll we'll get Mike to do it. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we want we want to know what y'all think about what's what's your favorite way to cook bacon. But I want to revisit something real quick. What's the best use for that bacon grease? Because I love cooking eggs like with the bacon grease. Yes, what? sir. The little yes, chunks sir. of bacon still in in the eggs. But I ain't gonna lie. Uh, a close two close friends of ours, uh, Newsom and Shani, they did something with the bacon grease one time, and I was like, oh, oh, they changed the game. You you know exactly what I'm talking about too, Jimmy, don't you? I gotta think about it. Wait, is it O in a good way or O in a bad way? No, O in a good way. They did oh, okay, something with okay. the bacon grease. So we were at the first time I saw them do this. We, we were at a friend's house. Tom, what up, Tom? And they were brought food over. We were having a little. I'm not gonna say a potluck, but we just all brought some stuff over, and we were gonna cook some things. They made bacon cheeseburgers. Do you do you remember this? <laughs> Is that when, when we play Monopoly or something? Yeah, yes. Okay. They already had the 80-20 meat, but <laughs> they cook they cooked the bacon first, saved the grease, and then fried the burgers in the bacon grease. Okay, I remember. <laughs> yes. I remember now. <laughs> I remember that now. Ooh, that shit sounds dangerous. It was the, you can't lie, though. You know them burgers was good, though. <laughs> that sounds terrible for you, right, at this current age. But back then, 
it's hard to come by a meal. So that actually, <laughs> that yeah. sounds pretty good. I might have to try that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, that was the first time I saw somebody fry the burger up in the grease. And I was like, damn, they they put me on one. Yeah. I Typically, we used it for eggs. That was, that was all yeah. I thought you could use it for. Some people got a whole other way of life out here. <laughs> Clearly. Damn, I might have to try that. I might have to try that tomorrow. I, I never <laughs> I never tried I never tried using the bacon grease to cook eggs. I never tried that. What? I'm, I'm, well you don't you don't make eggs. Well, oh, I mean, okay. well, I mean when eggs. I do, if I do have to make eggs, I make it totally different. No I don't I just I guess this is off topic, but I use butter, a little bit of butter, and I put milk in my eggs to make them fluffy. Yeah. What the? I, I I don't like the milk. The milk, you know what the milk reminds me of, and I hate to say this, and I I'm not gonna say this was why you did it. Yeah, poverty. It reminds me of poverty. Like we're trying to stretch out, <laughs> we're trying to stretch these eggs out because we only got like a couple. Nah, um, <laughs> nah. My my aunt one day like she was cooking it, and I asked, I said, why you why do you put milk in the eggs for? It? And she's like, oh, it make it makes them a little bit more fluffier. So I'm like, all right. And ever since then, I've been doing it. So I, that's how I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say your aunt wrong. I'm just gonna Google that, and I'll figure, and we'll talk about it offline. Yeah. But I really think, I really think that's one of those things that black people did because we was poor and we need to stretch them eggs out. Yeah. That's how. That's how my grandma explained it to me. Like, oh, we need to make these eggs work. So my aunt lied to me. Damn lie. I didn't say that. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's uh, let's clear that up. I ain't gonna call. You already pulling up. Your aunt not gonna pull up on me. <laughs> just let her know she come to Texas. We got guns. Like, don't just show up. So, um, I think we could make an announcement since they put it on the internet today about our good friend, Mister and Mrs. Kandapa. You know, they're having. Oh yeah, man. They're having Shout a baby out. boy. Shout out to the to the newest member of the Kandapa clan. That's right. Uh, he's still brewing in the oven right now, but uh, when he hears this at five years old, um, if, <laughs> if we if we even allow him to, you know, we we definitely thinking of him. So shout out to Mister and Mrs. Kandapa for their uh, their bundle of joy. Yes, congratulations to them. We're really Absolutely. proud and happy. Um, I know this is something that Shane definitely wanted to have a kid and. I'm glad that Connie obliged him. (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations to them. That's pretty awesome. Um, So we bring that up because we, I don't know if y'all seen this, but I've seen this plenty of times on Facebook. Have y'all seen this article, Rules to Teach Your Son? No, I've never seen it. Nah, not prior to, you know, you enlightening us with it, but nah. I, probably some other people have seen it. It's like 30 different or 34, 35 rules on what to teach your son. And I saw it and I always like kind of look at these things cross-eyed like, okay. But also they didn't have a, a father in my life. So maybe some of these things you were supposed to be taught. But I look at this thing and I'm just <laughs> like, nah, uh, this is cool. This ain't. I, I, I just wanted to come down the list and let's read out some of our favorites that we saw on the list. Um, it, I'll start. The first one, it says, uh, never shake a man's hand sitting down. Uh, I've done that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, especially somebody just runs up on you. Like, I've been in a meeting, and I'm like, I'm preparing for a meeting, and somebody comes. I'm not prepared. Like, they, they hand already out. I'm about to say, hold on, bro. Let me stand up real quick. Like, 
Plus, I got a bad hamstring. I'm not trying. That's a lot of work. <laughs> so I took that rule as if you have the opportunity to. Like, if you're standing or, like, you see someone come over and you have time to get up. Mm-hmm. Not, like, not if you're in a rush. But I, I, I do agree with you because if, if it's someone I don't like, like if, like if we had a gathering, you know, those things we used to have back in 2019. <laughs> so <laughs> we had a gathering and, you know, somebody comes through that you don't really be really vibing with. You don't really care for that person. And they come to the table like I'm not getting up to shake his hand like I don't like him. I don't want to associate with him nothing. So I'm not going to give him the respect that as a man, quote unquote, he deserves. I don't want to talk to him. So if he shakes his or if he extends his hand, I'm what up? And that's it. Like that, that that's the most you're getting. I think that actually goes to the point of the rule then. I think you actually oblige by the rule. Like, yeah, you don't it's disrespectful. I didn't I don't see it as disrespect, but the way you just put it, it goes with the rule. Yeah, like I, if Steven, if you walk up to me, I'm not gonna sit down and, and shake your hand. Like I'm gonna get up, dap you up, you know, do our, our typical dap and hug thing. But if it's someone that I don't really know, I would extend my hand, shake their hand and, you know, whatever. But if it's someone I'm not really caring for, I'm not I'm not getting up. I'll sit down. I mean, or I'll continue sitting. I mean, I try to shake a man's hand while he's standing up. Like, even if he's sitting down, I I put my hand out. You know, hopefully he gets up. But if he sits down, I'm just going to shake his hand no matter what. But I try to shake a man's hand while he's standing up. I, I was just. I guess um, that's the old school way of doing stuff. I'm pretty sure, like, back in the day, even, like, with my with my grandfather, every time I seen him, he would make me stand up and shake his hand. It was no sit down. He always made me get up. So I just, I just think that's just a, a old school, back in the day, respect factor to respecting your elders, in my opinion. See, to me, the, the more important thing is if you are going to shake a man's hand, you look at him in the eye, which yes. is one of those rules. Which are, you which never you gotta, shake a man's hand and do not look at him in the eye. Which I guess you got to do. The st- well, why you got to stand up? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Then they should have put they should have put those two rules together. Then. Yeah. I mean, my thing is like this. If I'm sitting down and you put your hand out, I'm I'm a shake it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, don't put your hand out and I'll stand up. Yeah. Or I, I might not. Like, if you just say, hey, how you doing? I might just look back like, yeah, what's up? But it, I might, I actually might agree with this rule. I'm trying to think how many times have I shaken somebody's hand while I've been sitting. If, if we at work, though, I absolutely get up. Unless I don't have the time. I mean, I don't want to shake like anybody's hand they, now, so this rule is outdated. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's absolutely true. All right. What, what did y'all, what stood out for y'all in the first? First so, of the couple. One that stood out is literally the next one under it. Don't <laughs> enter a pool by the stairs. Yo, he stole I'm like, mine. Yo. He stole mine. I was definitely going to say that too. <laughs> I'm like, yo, so I got to jump in every time? Or I got to take the ladder? Like, <laughs> like, what if I can't swim? And what if that water's ice cold? <laughs> like, you right. Need you, I need the stair. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, nah, I need the stair to ease in. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like what, what type of rule is that? <laughs> I would Don't. never tell my son, hey, risk your life for manhood, son. You you must always take the ladder or you jump in. Like, I mean, you know how, how crazy that rule is? So you're telling me stairs are off limits altogether then? Like, how are, how are pool stairs any different than, than other stairs? Like, come on. Nah. 
That one confused me. I, and I tried to think about it. I'm like, okay, when I'm at a resort or I'm at somebody's house and they got a pool or something, I'm like, does it look less manly if I take the ladder? And then I try to think, like, how I go down the ladder. I'm like, okay, my butt sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of positioning on the ladder. I'm just like, I don't see nothing wrong with that. So it's okay to never wait. So it says... Don't enter. So when you exit, it's okay to use the stairs. It must be, and and that's the that's be, the yeah. part where, you, where I feel most vulnerable because my my bathing suit pants is sticking to my pants, sticking to my legs, looking crazy. Yeah. Like that's you know, true. like come on, man. I don't know. Th- this one is real weird. I I I, uh, I always encourage Preston to to use the stairs. <laughs> like <laughs> this little small behind him jump. I mean, he likes to jump in, but when we all right, when we when we go when we go on vacation, he likes to jump in the pool. So, if we telling him don't use the stairs, jump in. What about the people that surround him? Because I know there were times when he jumped in the pool last year when we went on vacation, and he was splashing everybody, and they were giving him dirty looks to the point where we had to be like, "Press it, stop, stop, stop jumping. Use the steps." Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about this one. That, that's I think that's a bad rule. I think that's a bad. Got, rule. That that one is weird. You got one from the first ten that you like, Spikes? I got one that I, I got another one that I think is a bad rule because. I don't live by this rule. Uh, okay. Number eight, return a borrowed car with a full tank of gas. <laughs> wow. If nah, I, 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 I mess with that rule. I agree with that one. <laughs> if I got that gas tank and it's on E and I got to put gas in it, it's coming back on E when I'm done with it. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, that, to me, that's a bad rule. Space abides by the... Uh... The Hertz car rule. You can bring it back how you got it. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. So, so I. Right, so look. So that's, that's like Jabir. Whenever you come up here from uh, from Boston, you come to my house. Let's just say you use my car. Have you ever brought my car back on on full? No, but I always bring you back something. I bring you back food. No, 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 froyo, no, 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 no. snacks. No. I always bring you back something. It may not yeah. be gas. Okay, I I'll give, I'll give you that. I give you that, but I, I like okay, Jabir. Remember when you left your car at my house? I used your car to go to the barbershop. You had a little bit over a half tank. I brought yeah, that. You ain't never tell me that. I know. I'm telling you now. <laughs> <laughs> we, I used your car when you were out of town because you left your car in my in my driveway. I said, hold up, and this is exactly what I said. I said, hold up. He got the leather seats, nice little <laughs> sunroof. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to ride his style today. Oh, yeah. And it was clean, too? Yeah, let's go. So I took the car, and you had a half a tank of gas. In my mind, I said, yo, Chris, throw some gas in there. And I said, what would your beer do in this case? I can't get you no froyo. I can't do nothing. So I just brought the car back. You, you couldn't even tell that the gas tank moved. <laughs> so why should I fill up your tank if I got it on half already? I don't have a problem putting more gas in the car. Like, hey. If it's a half and you go put ten dollars in, fifteen dollars in, but you can't bring it how you got it. I'm sorry, you can't bring it how you got it because the car, like, it's 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 a bigger thing for the car than the gas. Like, if you didn't have the car, you have another car. But if you didn't have another car to use, it's a lot more work to have to walk or take the bus. So just bring, put some gas in it. I put some gas. I'm not filling. I'm not filling it up though. I, I I agree with that. I won't. I won't blame you if you don't fill it up. I put five dollars regular in there. That, that should get you. Wow, five. a little bit more than that. Seven. <laughs> yeah. 
so before we move to the next 10, this rule I wanted to get your opinion on because we we've kind of had this conversation before, maybe in different like facets, though. Hold your heroes to a higher standard. Nah. What do y'all think? No, thanks. It all depends on who the hero is. In my, in my See, case, that, I don't that's have the thing. I've, I've heard of people meeting their like childhood heroes and it never goes well. So it's like, I, my hero are people that I know. Yeah. And I already hold them to a higher standard. So I'm thinking like heroes are people that you don't know, like celebrities or something like that's how I was reading this. Because kids, obviously, they idolize things that's on TV. Most of the time, I, I don't hear favorable things about those interactions. So it's like, I, I don't know how to feel about this one. Like, like I said, it, it all goes off who the person is. Like, for instance, like if it's a relative, a male relative, you know, I, I already hold my my relatives to a high standard who I respect and, you know, who, who are my heroes. But as far as like, let's just say, God forbid, I met Michael Jordan. You know, after watching the last dance, you know I'm kind of scared to meet him now. You know, you know, I'm just saying. he gonna tell on you. Yeah, he gonna snitch on me, or he gonna tell me to make the free throw. Yeah, I know the rest. I'm not gonna say the word. So you know, but like, if it's a celebrity, I'm pretty sure all celebrities are not a hoes. So it all depends on who the celebrity is. Like, God forbid it. Like, okay, for instance, Charlemagne. I see Charlemagne all the time in the barbershop. He's not my hero, but he's somebody that, you know, I would look up to because why? Because he does the stuff that we like to do, the podcast. So I went up to him, had a conversation with him about the podcast, and he gave us some some insight, uh, some insightful stuff to use to help make our podcast better. So, like, he, him, I don't hold him to another standard, but he is somebody who I look up to off the fact is he got a book, he did this, he did that, and he was genuine about it. So... I just think it's all based on the person who you're basically saying who is your hero, in my opinion. Okay. <clears throat> I, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. We can we can move to the next ten. Stephen, what what you have in there? Uh, let me pick one. I like I like this one. Be like a duck, remain calm on the surface, and paddle like crazy underneath. I think that's it's, a good one. I think it's about emotional intelligence. You know. You don't have to let everybody know that you're upset or that you're happy. Like, it's just cool to play it calm and don't let everybody see your cards. Like, I mean, I, I like to do that myself. I don't really want people to know how I'm really feeling about something. So, I, I, I like that one. I actually agree with that one. Yeah. You got Space, one. what you have in the second 10? Um, I like number 17. Number 17, never be afraid to ask out the best looking girl in the room. Um, I wish I had got that advice when I was younger, like a kid. Yeah, Me too. Yeah, that's like, advice. that's a good that's a good one. Like you never want to be afraid to ask out a female. I mean, if she says no, she says no. But I mean, it's a learning experience. So I'm pretty sure if a person backs out from asking out a, a, a special female, you never know. Maybe that that female might be might be uh, into you. So that's what I'm gonna install into pressing. Like pressing, if you see a good looking girl in the room and you're into her. Go up to her, just ask her. You know, ask her her name. You know, just don't do nothing crazy. Don't don't be savage about it. Don't be like your father. Just just <laughs> <laughs> just, just be respectful and, and see what happens. And that that's what I like. Number seventeen. That's a good rule. Well, I don't even think it's about 
about I look at it and it's a good thing just in general, but I look at it as just have confidence in doing things. You mm-hmm. know, like don't be afraid to do something because it, it looks hard or you might get rejected or you might fail. Like just have confidence. Yeah. Take take your shots. Actually, I, I like the few in here, but I'm going to choose uh, a sport coat is worth a thousand words. <laughs> I knew he was going to pick that one, Steve. Yo. I, I mean, it, it changes people's perspectives on how they see you when you when you are in your casual clothes, you put on a hoodie. I, I love wearing hoodies. Oh, we know. Even if it's... <laughs> I, if it's, it gets a little chilly, I'm definitely throwing on a hoodie. That is my thing. I love being comfortable, sweatpants, hoodies. No, black hoodies. No, that, no, black hoodie. <laughs> black hoodies. I mean, I've, <laughs> I've switched it up over the years. You know, I put some colors in there. But I did start buying sports coats. And I will say over the past few years, like, it definitely just, it changes how I feel. So it's not even just, like, a thousand words from other people. It's also a thousand words within. Like, the way you look changes your perspective on not just how you feel that day, like it changes your perspective on the week. It changes your perspective on the things that you say that day, the things that you do. Like it, at least for me, I won't say for everybody, but it's, it's definitely made me feel different about myself. I walk around with, to that point you made earlier, Stephen, confidence. Um, and maybe that's what that second set is about. It seems like we picked a few that, that allude to that same theme. I don't really know if that's a rule. You know what I mean? Like, a sports coat yeah. is worth is, is worth a thousand more. Is that a rule? Like is that just a saying? But I will I say this, and I don't know. Statement. I don't know how old this list is and when who what the age of the person that puts it together. And I have no problem with this. But sports coat's not cheap. You know what I mean? Like we just not I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna judge anybody because they don't have a sports coat on, my man. You know, like, like I, I I'm just saying, like I, a sports coat is nice, you can look sharp. You can also look dusty in a sports coat. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you can. You can. Uh, you absolutely the, can. And I've, and we've seen it. Yeah. The only I thing know? I want to add. Oh, go ahead, Spates. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Because I, I want to ask you a question about another another rule on here. So you, The you only know. rule left in this in this set that I that we must say, what I, and I think we're all going to agree on it, just with one word. Never turn down a breath mint. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. If somebody offers, just say yes. It don't it don't matter if you don't think your breath stink or not. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're trying to be nice. <laughs> so I just got a quick question. How y'all feel about number twenty? Try writing your own eulogy and never stop revising. How, how do y'all feel about I, that? I I gotta say, when I read that, I was like, that's hard. <laughs> like it, it it's it kind of spooked me a bit because once again, like when you start thinking of death, like you think of like the end, and it's like. My story's not over yet. And I guess that's why it says never stop revising because yeah. it's, it's technically not over. But it's also weird for me to talk about myself yeah. and to like highlight the things that I've done. So I might actually try that and see what happens. All right. So you, you got to try it. Would you write the good and the bad? Yeah. How else could you tell the story? <sighs> I think I'm about to leave out some of the bad stuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Just not not all of it, some of it. Not all of it, but some of it. So, all right. Next three. The last the last little set. What you got, BBJ? Start it off. What, you, what was one that you thought was good or bad? Give credit, take the blame? Yes. 
Got to. I think that is that is super important. Um, even at work, like it's funny. Like my analyst would say, you know, that was my fault. I'm like, nope, it's fine. Like ultimately, it falls on me. And then like she'll do something great, and then like the managers are come like, oh, that was good, James. And I'm like, nah, that wasn't me. That was so and so. Like I, I and even amongst us, when things happen, I'm like, nah, that was all you or. Like when Steven to say thank you or I'm like, nah, it's fine. Like I, I don't take credit, but I do want it. Like deep down inside, like the the, the little James in me is like, yo, like we did that. <laughs> take the credit, nigga. Like don't, don't, don't give it back. But at the same time, it's like I want to give people the respect and the, the praise, you know, for the things that they do. And sometimes we don't appreciate the things that we do for other people like we kind of wait for them to say something or we just don't even think about it. So it, I, I always have a trouble with that, but um, I, I would definitely teach that to my son. Mm -hmm. I agree. If you're going to be sure. a leader, you know, leadership comes with a lot of responsibility, rewards. And if you're in charge or you're the leader, you know, you're going to get uh, over amount, over amount of both. You're going to get more credit than you deserve. You're going to get more of the blame you deserve. So yep. you've got to be able yep. to understand that and balance it out. Yep. Well, I was going to go with number 34 because uh, I, I say this all the time, Jabir, that I'm blessed because I'm blessed. But uh, bless him for be blessed to be <laughs> to being a blessing. Like, I just feel like if I'm blessed, I'm going to try to be I'm going to try to give a blessing out to the next person as well. Because I feel like if you do good, good comes back to you. Absolutely. So I, I'm, 34 is a great rule. That's one of James. That's one of the, one of the main things James always talked about when I first met him. Like karma, like we would always make fun of him because he wouldn't do stuff. He's like, nah, karma this, karma that, karma that. <laughs> you know. So I gotta, I gotta give uh, James credit for that because uh, he definitely it's real. He loved that karma. <laughs> but I, I agree. I mean, I've always felt I, I agree with it though. Like the energy you put out is the energy you get back. Yeah. So if you're if you're blessing other people, things are gonna good things are gonna come to you. I, I like that rule. That's a that's a really good rule. Um, I'm going to pick one that I, I think that we're all going to agree with again. Oh, I know it. <laughs> Ask your mom to play. She won't let you win. <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't the one I thought you was going to go with. Oh, no. Nah, that, that's the one right there. Because let me tell you, Tina was a savage. Tina played, <laughs> Tina played basketball in college. And Tina would not let you win. My mom was not about letting you win at nothing. And you know what? I don't blame her. You shouldn't let nobody win. Even your kids. No. No. Earn your wins. What? When you met Magic, what did he what tell did you? What did Magic say? Yes. Magic said losing is contagious. It sure is. It sure you start take You take one L, everybody thinks you're a chump. You start taking more L's. Nah. You got to go get this win. So I, I love that Absolutely. Rule. And your mom ain't nobody Absolutely. more heartless in a game of competition than your mom. The one I thought you was going to go with was, in, in, oh, sorry, if ever in doubt, remember whose son you are and refuse to just be ordinary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely thought you was going there. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Nah. I, I, was, I was close to going to, after writing an angry email, read it carefully, then delete it. Because I had to do that all the time. <laughs> People start popping off at me at work or I feel like they're disrespecting. And I liked them up. And then I'm like, ooh, I got it. Let me take this out. Let me take that out. I'm just going to delete it. I ain't got time. Yep. Yep. 
Number 30 is a good one, too. Be confident and humble at the same time. That, that's a good that one. That is too. really hard to do. Yeah. Because a lot of people confuse confidence with arrogance. So that's it's really fact. tough. It's really tough to be confident and people not think like, oh, you a know-it-all. Like, you do this. Like, you do that. Like, so it's tough. But you know what? You need a couple of haters in life. I need a couple more. So I wish, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pray for some haters tonight when I go to bed. <laughs> you ain't doing it right if nobody hating. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. That's I need a couple truth. more. Like, if, I, if, I, if, you hate, if there's something for you to hate on me about, that means I got something. And that's what I like to have. Yeah. So. Do, do y'all write down y'all dreams? Uh, I don't. I just I just go off the the, the flip them. I just go off of mine. If I feel like I want to do something, I'm just gonna do it. Um, as far as long term dreams, I, I don't. I really don't focus on the long term dreams. I try to focus where I'm at now. If that makes sense, okay. like, I try to stay where I'm at now, and I I just go with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. I write down goals at the beginning of the year. Um, I. I just used to write down like the goals that I kind of wanted, but now I kind of have a more of a, a structured approach for my goals. And sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. This this is a really good list. I, some things are like, eh, whatever, but some things really do stick. And uh, I, I appreciate looking at this. These are some things I, I'll keep in mind for myself. I, I will try the eulogy thing and see where I come out. I, I just going to take time, though. I just, I just, I just saw another rule. I don't know how I didn't see this. Go back to number two, real quick. Number fourteen. This is a fact. You marry the girl, you marry her family. Oh my God, that that's true, man. That's true. No comment. <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap this up. Yo. Man. <laughs> go ahead and wrap that bad boy up. The, the one I'm going to leave you with is uh, experience the serenity of traveling alone. It is beautiful. I'm not saying do it all the time, but when you need to just break away from anything, that is the, the, the probably the most creative time you can have to like get things done. Like I studied abroad. I've also done other traveling by myself and, I mean, after a while, it does get boring, but you do get that time to really reflect on where you are and where you want to be. Not saying you can't do that anywhere else. Like, you could travel to the an hour away and get that done, but I'm just saying, like, just having that free time to yourself, uh, it does help. What's not on here is, like, eat by yourself, which is strange. Some people find that weird, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, Steven, man. This, 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 both articles, man. Two great finds, man. Yeah, this wasn't an article. This is just Facebook nonsense. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, well, the bacon was a great, a great find, and the, and the Facebook nonsense, another great find. Yeah. So, well, this was fun. Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Yeah. Happy Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Jeez, I can't talk anymore. Uh, also, want to thank all our listeners. Uh, who have continued to support us, uh, even when we took a, a long hiatus, like the fact that people still want to hear from us. We really appreciate that. Um, also want to thank uh, Chris's cousin for putting the intro music together. We started using that last week or two weeks ago. Um, the sponsors. So thank you for that. Yes, and our sponsors, uh, the Left and Right Pocket. 
Um, we don't have <laughs> we don't have anything else. But uh, as we said last time, the podcast can be bought, and all three of us are for sale. Just you know, you gotta hit us up, DM us for the for the price. We'll let you know. Um, anything else before we end, y'all? Nope. Nah, I'm good, man. Just enjoy your Memorial Day tomorrow. Yes, enjoy. Be safe. Stay in the damn house if possible. Don't invite people over. Um, and don't invite us nowhere either because we ain't going. So uh, enjoy. Uh, and have a good one. Peace. Bacon.